town you never heard of. Hey everybody, welcome to the Common Folk Podcast with Ben, Morgan, and Andy. That's Burgett. There he is. I like his stuff. I really do. And I'm not just saying that because he provided us with a little intro there, you know. It's a good one. <laughs> he is good. In a town you've never heard of. Uh, and that, like, paints a pretty good picture of my upbringing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, where we're at right now. Yeah, yeah. Dirt oh. road, the whole nine yards. Yep, good dude. We've been working with him for a couple of years now. Um, he's from Illinois, farm kid from Illinois. Yeah. But that song, it sounds like, did you help him with those lyrics, Ben? I like, didn't. Did you help him write that? I, <laughs> I mean, nope. it is like where we're at right now, that's what he's describing. It, yeah, it, it fits perfect. <laughs> yeah. I talked to him about um, using some of his stuff for the podcast, and he was all about it, and that, that song was mm-hmm. the right one. So. so you're getting cuts from... From that, some big timers, some some money from, from Eric. <laughs> I mean, he probably should be getting money. <laughs> I know. I'm kidding. Yeah, which way does this way go? <laughs> I saw way? he did that tour last year. You know, he was trying to find small towns, towns you never heard uh-huh. of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I try to throw our hat in the ring. Like, come on, Plattsmith, come on, brother. Yeah. And he goes, well, I'm loaded up this year, so I think if we make a pretty good push at him, maybe we can convince him to, you know, come to Plattsmith or Murray. So you know, get him in the area at least. He's, he's got to he's got to come to Nebraska. He said he would definitely come, and he's his uh, his touring is like getting bigger and bigger. So nice, he'll be close at some point. Yeah, God. when he comes, then he's got to come here. Oh, he has to. Got to record. He could ah. sing the intro live. Ooh, yeah, Ooh. that'd be cool. That'd be sweet. Now he's he's too good. He's too good. You know he's going to explode here. Like yeah. one of those yeah. songs, they're all good. Like mm-hmm. my top ten of his. I'm, I, you listen to those and like. That could be a hit. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that could mm-hmm. be on any radio station around here. So you know it's just kind of a – he keeps grinding like we always talk about. Yep. He's going to hit it big, no doubt. So He's released a lot of new singles lately too, and they're all pretty pretty mm-hmm. good stuff. He, his um, like main thing is piano, and you can hear the piano in that intro you know, yeah. that we're using there. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. Speaking of piano, last night we went to a concert. Yep, we did. We're feeling a little, Andy. <laughs> I wasn't going to say you guys look rough. No, I look like a hobo. <laughs> you know, okay, so I'll talk to the ladies here. So it's you go to bed and didn't take off the makeup, and then you wake up and you kind of just still mm. don't really take it off, but kind of wipe it off you with just... a Neutrogena wipe, and <laughs> shit, now we're here. Was, <sighs> yeah. was it was gonna... good, though. Anyways, about the piano, yeah. Morgan Wallen came out up from the stage. Oh, on yeah, the piano. Yeah. Like that was the, his the opener. Piano came up mm-hmm. yeah, the stage. That's with cool. him. It was That's cool. cool. So yeah, it was it was a good Hardy's good. Yeah. What'd you think? I thought it was great. They did a great job. Uh just, you know, for all my friends and stuff on, on social media, it looked like everybody went to that concert. And then you guys told me <laughs> before we got on, like, yeah, we were there. That's that, that's what we were doing last night. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. We don't go to a lot of concerts. No. And I expected it to actually be like way bigger right. as far as like the arena. Uh-huh. Which Where it, was it? Uh it was downtown at that CHI or whatever they call it now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. CHI Chai. C I C H I Health Center and Event Center. Yeah. Like, yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh but they've got a bunch of I don't know, like 
arenas in that place. Uh-huh. Yep. You know, so yep, it was yep. in one of them. Um, okay. It might have even been... Was it where, in, the, basketball where the basketball court? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that where one. a lot yeah. of them go. Yeah. 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 Uh, you actually reminded me, you were talking about the piano coming up. Mm-hmm. And this was years and years ago, but I saw a similar thing, same place, and it was Kid Rock. Mm. Like, say what you will about Kid Rock, but that dude's talented. Oh, uh, he yeah. played the piano. He got back on drums. They did one of those seamless handoffs from his drummer. Uh, he, of course, playing guitar, hammering that out. I think he even got on like a saxophone or something. Like, that dude played every, you know, I'm like, this guy can do it. It's funny that you say that because I was thinking about that last night. And, and, what I was saying wasn't that big. It is the thing is big, mm-hmm. but we don't go to a lot of concerts. And I was just thinking, like, it felt like it was more intimate than what I expected, which was cool. Yeah. Uh, but you talk about Kid Rock. I felt like I was watching Kid Rock in one way or another when Hardy was playing. Oh, like yeah. he was. He was the very, very was... Kid Rockish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like kind of like with with like the rapping. And oh, really? The rock, okay. And the country, so good. like just the blending whole, it all together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. bringing it all together. Yeah, yeah. That, you know, that, I feel like Kid Rock gets a bad rap, you know, just because he, he looks like kind of scuzzy and his <laughs> name's Bob, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. But that dude capitalized. Like, he's the only guy that you hear on a country station, a rap station, a hip hop station, yeah. you know, whatever you want to call it. Easy listening. I heard that song he did with Cheryl Crow on yeah, like yeah, an yeah. easy listening. Yeah. Christian. I'm like. Kid rocks on like Spirit ninety two nine or whatever. <laughs> like that's unbelievable when you think about yeah. it. Like that dude. I mean, credit to Kid Rock. Not that he needs any patronizing from us. Yeah, he's. I like Kid Rock. Yeah. Well, we had damn good seats. Yeah, I they mean, were pretty good. Like row seven, little intimate. Right on the side. Right of the on stage, the side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Awesome. Well, yeah. if you're so gonna good. do it, if you're gonna do it, do it right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I uh, talked to one of my buddies who they're. His wife's a big Pink fan. Okay. And so, like, when she does a big show and a big tour, they they just go all out. They'll drop $2,000 per ticket to mm. get right there and enjoy it. And because we, we do one concert every four years, but when we do it, you know. And do it big. Yeah. Yeah. yeah go yeah, big. Yeah, we're not huge concert people. Like, some people really are. Mm-hmm. We enjoy them. But. Uh, I like this. Like, we've done some of the smaller ones, like, at, you know, some bar or whatever. Yeah. Like the, yeah. I, I really like those. I didn't, but the one last night, I liked it more than I thought I would. It was, yeah. it was pretty it was cool. so good. And for, for Ashley and I, uh, you know, our, our wheelhouse is that 90s, early 2000s alternative mm-hmm. rock, you know, alternative. Mm-hmm. And so those bands, they're not so big anymore. So they are playing those smaller venues, and you can go to two or three of them in a summer. And it's like, man, this was the stuff I grew up, you know, high yeah. school, yeah. college. You know, it takes you back, and it's that more intimate uh, setting. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty good stuff. Yeah. Well, you cool. guys uh, cracked a course here. I am had to. not. I think I was drunk when I woke up. <laughs> Is that possible? That's hungover, right? That's, that's no. But def- I think I was. Still oh, you're drunk still drunk. Wow. This morning, early. That must have been a good concert. We didn't go to bed till two. Yeah. Night owls. So when we woke <laughs> up at eight nine, I was like standing up, thinking, "Is this? Am I hungover?" Am what? I drunk? So when you went to bed, do you remember like laying down and looking up at the ceiling and it was spinning? Like when when I'm spinning, I know yeah. it, we had a good one. Mm. We had a good one. <laughs> so I should have had a liquid IV last night, Ah. but I sucked it down this morning and I hate the taste of those, but I do think they work. Well, it's the one that the flavor that we have probably is what you don't it's like. It's strawberry. There's a it's lot of different nasty. ones, but. Anyways, so hair of the dog. Yeah. I'm not. I'm drinking some coffee. 
I have coffee over Water. Here too. Oh, you have coffee. Yes, oh, wow. I do. Yeah. I'm trying to drink my headache away. Oh, you got a Red Bull too. Oh my God, you guys! <laughs> if you could just see this picture right now. And I've got a goodies powder. Oh, do you even know what that is? I have no idea. Is what? It looks what like is that? it looks like cocaine. Yeah. When he said that, I mean, that's kind of what I. I mean, you could put it on the table. We we uh, and, uh we lived. <laughs> no, don't do that. But <laughs> do it line. We lived in Tennessee for a while, and they that type of thing is big down there there's goodies and there's uh what's the other one bc some okay so uh, it's an aspirin but kind of a hopped up one yeah and it's all, so it's just it's as a powder you so you put it in your drink or what i uh-uh. put it under my tongue you put it under your tongue oh you wow. don't i don't think that's how they advertise it but that's what i do that's what people do it and goes... it goes straight to you and <laughs> boom knocks a headache yeah. out like well, yeah, you think about taking an aspirin, you're swallowing that, you got to wait for your stomach to digest it, then for it to get to yeah. where it needs to go. This yeah. is just a straight shot, right? So do you snort this? No. no. <laughs> it looks like something you could, though. They can't, these ones, they've changed it because they, I bet you they were getting a lot of like Blowback. weird messages and stuff. Yeah. But it it was coming in like this little like square piece of paper that was mirror. folded up literally just folded yeah and you you would unfold it and it would the powder would like be in this thing and you would get it like in a straight line and pour it dude you know and that's you're t- wild yeah and <laughs> they used to be because this one is what six this is 680 milligrams uh no a little bit more almost 700 they were a thousand milligram oh man so they backed it off almost half. yeah yeah, so they cut it down. <laughs> they must have gotten in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember when we first saw that? Your I mom remember came when we first saw it, yeah. and great aunt came and stayed at our house. Okay. We gave them our bet, like big bed, so that she was older. Mm-hmm. They left, and we see like white powder <laughs> in, in <laughs> that paper on folded the up weird paper yeah. thing. You like? Calls his mom's like, is she? On Does she get crap? down? Like, she likes to get my, down? My, <laughs> this is my aunt. She was like 70 uh, at the time no, or like something. 80. 80 Way yeah. old. I mean. But my fam- that side of my family is very Southern, and uh-huh. and she was from Georgia. She was up from Georgia, and my okay. my mom was taking care of her. Uh, Grandma but, likes to party. But that's a that's this is a Southern thing. Okay. But it's kind of making its way here. You don't really see it. No. I That often. was the first I've seen it. And they're big in NASCAR. So I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Like you got to stay with it for 400 laps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, right. they sponsor a lot of races and cars. And shit. Yeah, they do. <laughs> but, but the point is, this will knock out a headache. Okay. And well, you better shoot it up. going to happen pretty soon. <laughs> Tell us when you take it. Oh, when I take it, I won't talk for a couple minutes because I just keep it under my tongue as oh. long as I can. Okay. So when he's let silent. It, and it does it not taste. It doesn't go. taste good. So. But oh, okay. since we're talking about drinks and food... Well, we haven't really talked about food, but I did have to have a bagel this morning to soak up. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. there a good hangover? Uh, do, what do you do? Okay, you got to go with grilled cheese, and Ashley has to do it. It has to be grilled cheese with tomato soup. Mm. Boom. Really? That's good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wonder what yeah. people would say is Eat. like if you had to figure out what your best hangover. You got to use extra cheese. Don't go with that one slice. Go two or whatever Ashley does. And then don't, don't get the cheap tomato soup. Mm. You know, get the get the basil, all that, the, the fun. Oh, big, God. You know, do you use fancy cheese or do you use like the no. the slices, right? Like slices. the craft, yeah. like the, oh, yeah. Yep. That's him. Yep, yep. That's that. You got to have the cheap Yeah, American the processed, really craft. soft. Oh, yeah. So it's like. <laughs> 
It's like when you dunk that into the, your bowl, it's like melting and, yeah, mm. falling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that will knock out. That will put you back on your feet, and then you can get another silver bullet or two. Do you going. put uh, <laughs> ham or anything on your grilled cheese, or is it just straight I've, cheese? I've had it that way, and I love it. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not too picky of an eater. I'm, I'm really not. And what generally happens with that, those are the grilled cheeses after the holiday season. So when we have a, a half a mm. ham just chilling yeah. oh. in the refrigerator, yeah. Ashley will cut that up and she'll infuse that into our grilled cheeses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And also that's the time where you're, you're coming off a hangover for a good week and a half. Yeah. Family yeah. in. Home, my, you know. my go-to hangover food is a nasty cheeseburger. Nice. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. I had to pick one. With that with that that craft cheese mm-hmm. egg. So fried egg. Oh yeah, oh my god. Bacon. Our, we have a local sports bar that does a really good one. Yeah. Yeah. I I know you know. <laughs> yeah. I love I, that. I love that fried egg. Do you do fried egg no, on No, <laughs> I've never even tried it. It just so is good. a I don't like a runny egg in general. Mm-hmm. I like it over what do you call it? Like you usually like, like a, it over medium. Okay, yeah, probably. There's so a you're like over easy. It's like mm-hmm. running down your face yep. and ooh, gross. There's a local brewery that had a uh, restaurant for a while, and they had uh, just this monster. And I think it might have been called the Hangover. Yeah, I think they a lot of them have oh gone my to that. God, yeah, and it had the egg on it. I think it had peanut butter on the bottom bun. Like this thing was, mm. I don't know, three thousand calories in one, in yeah. one burger. <laughs> I was kind of thinking actually a Bloody Mary. Mm. Something about the tomato juice yeah, with good. your tomato yep. soup. Yep. I like that. Somehow sounds good. Okay, so you should have made me a bloody this morning. Bloody, buddy. I don't really know how to make them. Well, it can't be that hard, right? No, just some vodka. I mean. Yeah, some of that pre-mixed V8, stuff. Yeah. What's it called? You're fine. Yeah. Throw some celery celery stick in there to mix it up. Yeah, yeah. Good go. olives. Okay. Yeah. Well, I yeah. guess we're talking about food and drinks. Is that kind of the topic today? Yeah, that's what we were going to talk about today. Well, are we going to get to this or? <laughs> we kind of we kind of <laughs> have been getting to it. I know, right? What we just... wanted to talk about was uh, really just dining in America. Right. Eating in, eating out, taking out. Well, yeah, and when you originally had this idea, we kind of had a way that we wanted to present it, and that's kind of morphed over the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it might be a more interesting topic now than ever, you know, and we're getting into people's habits on how they consume their food. Uh, Yeah. You know, is it, do you dine out? Do you order out? Do you let Uber Eats bring you your freaking cheeseburger Mm -hmm. with an egg on it? You know, like how are people uh, getting their food, you know? The yeah, the original idea was everything was changing so much. Like, I think we as a society we eat out a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't think we as a family eat out a lot, but as a society, there's a lot of eating out. And uh, then the pandemic crap hit, and everybody closed their dining rooms. Right, but they were doing takeout, mm-hmm. and it was so interesting to me how all that was changing for, for families and, you know, how much more takeout people were doing or yep. eating more at home, preparing more meals, right. those kinds of things. Yeah. And one of the interesting things that happened that I took notice of, excuse me, and it really showcases how if your uh, local lawmakers want to get something done, they can do it. Because there's a lot of restaurants that, that you go there for the drinks, not the food. The food's just the mm-hmm. side side part of it. Okay, so you could do carry out for food, but they're making their money by doing mixed drinks and, and Bloody Marys and such. Yeah. 
Well, just like overnight, oh, yeah, you can go ahead and do mixed drinks carry out mm-hmm. through the drive through yeah. in Nebraska. Oh, yeah. What was this? That happened. It happened probably three or four weeks into the pandemic. How did we miss this? I didn't. Okay, yeah, I, mean, I, I saw it. You, did you do that? Did you drive through? Somewhere? I never got. I never got one because we don't. Like I said, we don't really eat out that much. But I saw a lot of people doing yeah. that, but and what people do they do? people were like leaving with you um, order your Jack and Coke. But they secure it. You remember when you'd it, go get a bottle of wine? Uh huh. Or you would go to like a wine place. You could drink there with the ladies. Mm-hmm. This is what they would do, and then they would cork it. Right. And put something on it, so you're driving with not an open container. Mm-hmm. So what did they do? So the the Nothing. couple times, the one time, I only tried it once. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, it was in a styrofoam cup, you know, carryout cup, and just a lid on it, and then they hand you a straw. So it is <laughs> closed. Yeah. Oh. You know what I mean? Um, and then uh, right after that was a success and took off and saved some businesses, because that's what they do. They make drinks, not you know, food's the afterthought. Um, it got voted on or, or re up to where it's just a thing now. So it's going to stay that way, I guess, for its entirety. You can always, places that have a carry out or drive through, you can now order your mixed drinks um, here in Nebraska, Damn. that is. I see a lot of people still doing it, but, car- uh, yeah. carrying out those drinks. And yeah. what about, a, a, like, what if you just want a beer? Like a will they? Yeah, hand so it yeah, to the, you? The, the the can. But do I'm, they have to crack? Well, no, no, they don't crack it open. Like no. last night at the concert, they got to crack yeah. them open before the you bottles got them. or whatever. Okay. And I and I don't know. I don't know enough to really dive into it. I just know that you can do that. Weird. And okay. it's gonna stay that way because it was so popular. But my point was, you know, you hear all this red tape. Well, we can't change it, or it's been that way, so we can't do this or that. No, you can. It really can. And it mm-hmm. can change in a matter of weeks. Uh, if there's enough people behind it, demanding it, you know, and, and businesses that are on the line that are going to go out of business if you don't make a change. Mm-hmm. So it's not impossible to pass a new bill or a new law or whatever the case may be. It's just uh, for some reason we always think it is. And you got to imagine there's probably a lot of uh, heavyweights behind that, too, because, you know, oh, right. you look at, like, the liquor distributors as mm-hmm. an example. I mean— they were getting kicked in their teeth. Oh, yeah. When we had um, Doug in here and we were talking to him uh, mm-hmm. with, with Cooper's Chase, Cooper's Chase yeah. he was talking about how that changed his business you know, and right. how much it changed it because people weren't going and sitting at the bar or the restaurant or whatever. Yeah. So I bet there was a lot of lobbying or whatever the case may be behind that oh, yeah. with a lot of money coming from distributors and, and alcohol companies. I mean, when when you're talking big tobacco, alcohol, and firearms, those those three mm-hmm. lobbyists group, and they have to be. Yeah. If they didn't, they would get steamrolled by mm-hmm. the other side. Um, but to Doug's point, and he was being really modest and trying to be nice, his bourbon and his vodka isn't the cheap stuff that you just take shooters with. Mm-hmm. So that's a vodka that straight up wasn't being sold because people were going to the gas station and just buying the stuff in a plastic bottle. Yeah. So he was taking it two ways. Not only were people not going to those restaurants and ordering the drinks with his vodka or his bourbon, they also were not going to how you'd make it back up, the the take-home sales, the take-out sales. That wasn't his style of vodka. Didn't he say eventually he had to make bigger... Yes. Contain bottles because oh, yeah. yeah. people were like, "Oh shit, we're stuck at home." Right. Well, what he I said, what he said wasted. was that, yeah. So that was <laughs> My the kids are here. I'll that was the it. effect was that people were, which is one of the things that we're talking about here today is that people were um, starting to cook more at home, mm-hmm. make okay. more meals, hit and try to hit the grocery store less often. 
Yeah. Uh, so he that's what where he saw the movement oh, in the big bottles because yeah, yeah. he felt like people weren't you know coming to the stores often, so they were planning right. for you know a couple of weeks or whatever. But that's a um, that one's a, a really interesting episode that we did with Doug talking about his business and and the the liquor business and so on and so forth. But yeah. But speaking of planning, though, so when we're talking about I mean meals and things, I mean does mm-hmm. your household do you guys plan meals? Or does Ashley, I guess I feel like we've gone in waves. Yeah, Ashley does a heck of a job of that, and she does a really good job of cooking, I would say, at least three or four times a week. Okay. But (laughs) our our crazy life works. I'll get a text around 11 o'clock or noon, maybe even sometimes 2 in the afternoon. Hey, what do you want to do for dinner? Mm -hmm. Should we do this? Should we do that? I got this in the freezer, that in the freezer. Take this out. Take that out of the freezer. So... It's a. I would say it's a process that starts every day at about 10 a.m. Like, what are we gonna <laughs> do for supper mm-hmm. tonight? Mm-hmm. You know, and and uh, you know, since we are big hunters and and we always have a freezer full of venison, uh, and we're always grinding up hamburger and this and that, our own burger. We have a lot of options to go with. Okay. You know, so uh, it kind of sounds like us, in a way. I feel like that conversation. Is very much initiated by you, mm. Andy. I don't love to cook. Okay. I mean, I'll do it. I can follow a recipe really well. It's right in front of you. How can you mess up? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, this one that's over my here cooking. to my left is like Master Chef. No, no. Yes, you are. Master Chef. He just He's a throws master. shit together. It's so good. I think it came from his mom, right from the south, always cooking. But we have a ton of meat too. I would mm-hmm. say. But I think our hiccup is who's going to be home, right? Because we have older kids. Uh-huh. Who's going to be eating? Do we have sports tonight? You know, yeah, and then just depending yeah. on the meal, do we have time? Like today, you kind of wanted to bust out the smoker. We actually, it's a Saturday. We don't have a ton of stuff. We got a little more time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like people, that's probably very true for a lot of people. Right. If this, both sides are involved. in it you know otherwise i do have friends that just and even back in the day when you had a different job i actually had a calendar and it was all mapped out i'd go to the store a couple times a week no i'm sorry like once every two weeks have meals planned out we'd have even a leftover meal wow but the kids were young Uh i don't know you had more of a routine so i did there wasn't baseball there wasn't cheerleading there wasn't soccer you you know we're all home Mm mm-hmm at a certain time, I don't know. I just it's interesting to me how people do it and what they do. And that I mean, at dining out versus cooking at home, um, you know, a lot of that comes out in necessity because yeah, yeah, you know, it, money for one. You know, I mean, it's it's expensive as hell if you're going to eat out all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, Restaurants not being open at all. So like that, you saw a crazy spike like overnight. Virtually no dining out. You mm-hmm. know, a couple of years mm-hmm. ago. To everyone attempting to cook at home or, you know, yep. doing their own thing, trying to figure it out. So a lot of the numbers, the raw data, it's it's not true data. You know what I mean? That, that would have organically just kept happening like what you were saying, Morgan. There was a trend that was happening. It was more people were going towards fast food. Then a health craze kind of cropped back up in the 2010, 2000. So then you saw it go back down and you straight up saw fast foods. And that was another good podcast. Uh, that we talked about meat versus real meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they they 
right away try to answer that. So you had McDonald's try to do salads. You have Burger King trying mm-hmm. to do an Impossible Burger right now. To and I feel like it's just putting lipstick on a pig, isn't it? Like you're trying to <laughs> you're trying to say I'm eating healthy, but I'm driving through McDonald's. Uh, give me a break. Yeah, no way. <laughs> Come <laughs> you <know>? on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so what what I want to talk a little bit more about is how. What what do the numbers say in in what Americans are doing? So the dining out versus you know the carry out or the eating at home or whatever. So so I just pulled this up off of morningconsultant.com and it's return to dining and it's just take it's real time data about tracking the number of people that are getting back out to dining and it was last updated uh, just about a month ago. So this is pretty current current stuff here. Um, and let's see, back in May, so May of last year, okay, you only had about 20% of people that felt safe or were dining out. Fast forward to March, right around now, or the last time this was done, you have over 70% pretty much across the board. Generation Z, they break it down to millennials, uh, boomers, everybody's sitting at 70% or higher as far as they're comfortable returning to go back out to restaurants, meaning, I mean, that's a direct correlation than people are. That's Those, eating in and getting takeout? Just that's restaurant going, that's going to That's going to the restaurant and sitting down and eating. Okay. To where, I mean, even less than a year ago, it was down to only 20% of the people that used to go to restaurants still were. Jeez. And then fast forward, what is this, eight or nine months, now it's up to 70%. So that all has to do with, once again, regulators, regulation, changing and people and and it's not even true with the 70 percent. i don't think 75 one of these is baby boomers at 75 percent a month ago eating out i don't think you would have saw that type of a spike had it was taken had it not been taken away for a year and a half yeah then the doors open so everyone's rushing back to it oh i didn't think about that so okay i mean i don't know how good these numbers really are but it's showing you that people do want to get back out people do want to uh sit down, have a drink, enjoy a meal with their friends and family, you know, at a restaurant. Yeah. If they're allowed to. I think uh, how are Americans are dining out, this might be a more uh, true breakdown. Uh, And this is just talking about, you know, do they order delivery? Do they do takeout? Do they dine in? And let's see here. Multiple times a week, dine in a restaurant, only 10% of the population do that. I think that comes down to time, right? I mean, really. Time and money, right? It's well, expensive. Well, money for sure. Do you think people budget for eating out? Do you guys? I, I think some people do. Okay, because yeah. we, we don't. <coughs> we I mean, we back probably should. Year, years ago when, you know, the kids were much younger and all that, we did uh-huh. have kind of like a laid out budget. Yeah, that's We true. did have, a, you know, a section where it was, okay, we've got this much we can spend on going out if we want to. You're right. Okay. We did. You know? Okay. Okay. See, we're actually, yeah. I need to get better at that, but we try to, we have kind of a routine though. So, Fridays after school, that's when everybody, that's when we go to the, we figure out a new local restaurant to take everybody to. Oh, sweet. So, that's, that's like our routine, you know, and then once a week, if we're good, you know, if we're good, <laughs> we will drive through uh, Burger King on the way back and everyone will get their slushy or whatever. Okay. You know, but it's, it's a once a week, deal so like i guess that's kind of budgeting we yeah i think so Uh, but we don't have any real good numbers on it so less than three percent of the population dine out 
multiple times a day. A day? A day. So that means 3% of people are <laughs> are dining out for lunch I mean, and dinner or supper. Hmm. Uh, and then, it, But that's also 3% dine in once a day. This is the population, 10% multiple times a week. So it's still a very low, low yeah. number. Do uh, gas station burgers <laughs> count as dine-in, <laughs> Ben, in between think so. driving from <laughs> farms to All farms. I know is they're good. <laughs> so uh, 15% never, never dine-in. That's all ages across the board. 15%, 15%. never dine-in a restaurant. <laughs> So, I mean, that's, pre- I, that's pretty wild. Some of the numbers, I mean, some of those numbers you're going through and some of the things that I've seen online here too, it, it's definitely not what I would have expected. I expected it to be way higher. Like this, one of the things that I looked up here on this business website says um, that on average people are spending $3,000 a year on dining out. I would have expected it to be way more than that. Oh, God. I mean, you can't even yeah. go, th- I mean, we go to Chick-fil-A and now all the 50 kids. bucks. That's 50 bucks. They all have adult meals. Yeah. We don't do kids' meals anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, uh, Ashley really likes uh, McDonald's chicken nuggets. Like, yeah. Those are her favorite. They're good. She's, mm-hmm. she's picky, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Burger know? King's not up to standards. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think the, the six piece value meal was like, it was almost 10 bucks. It's almost crazy. $10. You know, so three thousand—that's what that website says. Yeah, I would think that would be more it would, a year. It wouldn't take you long to hit that. So, I mean, that's going into that fifteen percent never eat out, nineteen percent less than one once a month. But here's here's a big chunk of people: order takeout from a restaurant. Twenty percent of the population do that multiple times a month. So two or three times people are swinging through and getting takeout. Taking it out. Yeah. So I think that's what you're starting to see. And that might have been spearheaded, you know, by the pandemic. Um, people just got in that routine. We're doing takeout. So you had the people that were, were already doing takeout, and then you had a whole another population or group of people that were more your traditional dine-in. And they decided, you know what? I kind of like the takeout deal. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and I don't think this uh, that three thousand dollar number that I found. I it think it's specifically dining out. So I don't think that includes takeout. Mm-hmm. And I think takeout has become. A much larger portion of it, you know, to your yeah, point. Yeah. Oh, it's just... the biggest. It's the biggest demographic. Looking at these bar charts, is that is that twenty percent order takeout multiple times per month? Just two weeks ago, when I was traveling a ton with uh, our daughter for cheer, I downloaded the Uber Eats app yeah, for the first time. Right on. I signed up, so then you didn't have to pay. For each delivery, you get like the first thirty days for free. Oh God, we've I'm got another. We've got another subscription. No, 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 no. I have an alarm set on my phone mm-hmm. for the day that I need to cancel it. The day before. Wow, nice. I'm, I'm trying to be organized here. Yeah. It was only ten bucks. Yeah. They'll get you. Anyways, though, won't they? so we did it a few times. I'm telling you, it was damn convenient. Right. It was good. Oh yeah. It well, was that's easy. That's what it's all. That's what it's all become about. I mean, I think that's. That was the rise of the fast food stores because it's mm-hmm. just about convenience. Yeah. And now the next thing is this carryout or this de- on-demand delivery, whoever the company yeah. is that you're yeah. using. And I think I I don't like it. I don't like the takeout Why? idea. I don't like the the food delivery idea. I think there's a time <laughs> and place for it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you're gonna have certain scenarios like you know you got a sporting event or whatever that it just you you have to make yeah. it work. You got to I mean, eat. But I think it's um, it's taking away from 
what to me is a big part of eating, mm-hmm. and that's the um, the experience. Right, enjoying uh, your food, enjoying the company. Yeah, and and when you go to a restaurant, and I guess it's just because that's how we were we were brought up. Like we were we were basically taught that you know to go to a restaurant and go eat was a there was a special event. Yes, it's a treat. You know, you know. So you're wearing your collared shirt. Yeah. So the food, the food <laughs> was was good. I mean, you know, it'd be something different than uh-huh. what we were used to eating at home, and that was great. But it was the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know, going to the restaurant. You know, uh, meeting the 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 restaurant owner or the waiter or the waitress, yep. and you know, just the whole experience. Right. Uh, and people aren't aren't getting that if they're you know doing all this takeout and, and Uber deliveries and whatever. And one of the big reasons you know our kids are younger that we wanted to kind of make that a thing every Friday was to just normalize them out in a public setting. Like you exactly. need to, you need to yeah. mind your p's and q's. You need yeah. to say please and thank you. You need to stay seat you know seated. And a, a lot of that stuff's being taken away to your point with this takeout stuff. Uh, and that's why I think you're seeing. <laughs> kids that aren't so well acclimated to being in a public setting because that's being uh, really shifted away from. And this this is interesting too. So 20% do takeout multiple times a month. The next two biggest uh, segments here is 19% do takeout once a week. 14% do takeout multiple times a week. So, I mean, if you really dive into that, Takeout is is the it's new big, big trend. And I agree with what you guys are saying and what you're saying, Ben, for sure. I guess I was thinking it was cool when for the setting that we had to use it for because we were stuck in a hotel. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know it it serves its purpose. Yeah, but if we're all going to turn into Wallies, <laughs> you know, like just sitting at home ordering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just just in your own little world cool. watching your. Your streaming service and the shows that they're feeding you that they know you're going to want to see more of, yeah, you, you're you're really losing just the experience of life. And I agree. <laughs> you know, I don't want to get too deep. Yeah, there's, yeah, there, I mean, no, there's. Yeah. you're right. I mean that that experience and and what you said, I wasn't even thinking about, but totally agree. It, getting that experience for the kids and teaching uh-huh. them. Yeah, that know, was a big part of why we do that. This is how you behave. And we did yeah. that. Do you make your kids order? Because we would make our kids order. I'm making Ozzy say please and thank you Getting and address yeah. yeah, address the waitress, look mm-hmm. her in the eye. Like all Absolutely. that stuff I think is so important uh, just to build confidence too and to understand how to talk to people. And it's shocking to me when a waitress or the teller at Target or Walmart goes, wow, your little boy, he's so outspoken. I'm like, no, he's not. He is, <laughs> you know, he's uh, like, we have to pull this stuff out of him. But that leaves me thinking that there's so many other kids out there that are, you know, not as well off mm-hmm. our Aussie or trying to people. And I just think it's something you don't, people don't think about. I'm not saying that mm-hmm. we're great parents. We're yeah. not, you know, we're just trying to get by and trying to, you know, raise, you know, good kids, good people. Um, but just by not going out and dining out, you're losing out on that to your point. And when you were talking there, Ben, you actually tripped one of my other triggers, and we got into it just a little bit with that meat versus real meat, synthetic meat, soybean meat, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. And that's the part of it where you're losing sight that this burger is a cow. Mm-hmm. Something mm-hmm. had to die for you to eat this burger. And the appreciation is totally lost. You don't think about it. You don't have to even face it when you just drive through McDonald's and slam that cheeseburger or Uber Eats brings you Mm -hmm. uh, whatever from Whataburger. Uh, All that gets lost 
uh, when when we do this this takeout culture or this delivery culture that's really taken over. Um, and I think it blends into that. And I, I hate getting so deep here, but that this entitlement thing where, yeah, I don't have to think about where this burger came from. I'm mm-hmm. hungry. Just put it in my face right now. Someone bring it to me. Yeah. And we just feel like that's like we're owed that. No, that yeah. <laughs> just think about what went into make a burger. There's a feedlot in Wisner, Nebraska, that those cows had to go to after an actual rancher raised that calf from a cow that was born in February, mm-hmm. you know, and then it had to get to its 300-pound weight as a calf, weaned off, then sent to, like, so many people yeah. had to make that happen so you could sit down and enjoy that burger. Damn, you are passionate about this. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's, you know, being from <laughs> no, Nebraska, it's, it's our livelihood. And I think, I think to that point, too, I think that's why most people started a restaurant. Like, if you go to most of these restaurants, especially in these small towns, mm-hmm. that person started that restaurant because they want to bring you that experience. Yeah, and they want to share that with you. Yeah, you know what I mean. And they and they want they want to they want to see you enjoy it. Right. You know, and, and appreciate yeah. it. So when all these restaurants were forced to close their Dining, dining rooms, and then people started getting to like, oh, yeah, well, I just want to do takeout all the time now, even though it's they're convenient. back open. It's yeah, convenient. it's like, yeah. well, yes, it is more convenient. I just don't like it. Yeah. And the other thing, too, I don't like is uh, the majority of the time when we take out, the food is, it's not that good by the time you get home. Right. You know, like yeah. you enjoy yeah. it way more if you sit there and eat it at the restaurant. Yeah, of course. Hot, fresh. I mean, you can't take like French fries from a from your hometown <laughs> restaurant yeah. home, by the time they get yeah. home, you know they they yeah. blow. If you eat them at the restaurant, they're great, you know, exactly. kind of thing. So I I don't know. It's just to me, it's it just the whole thing just feels like a waste. I mean, if you're getting like pizza as an example, sure. I mean, well, get that, pizza delivered, yeah. carry pizza out, whatever. That's pizza. You can't go wrong with it. But a true meal, you know, that that people are just getting in yeah. styrofoam um, boxes and and taking them home. I, Yep. I just don't dig it. Oh, and just think about like Italian restaurants. I mean, that the whole base is you know family getting together, mm-hmm. going out. It's a reward to be able to in. And uh, how many movies are just based? There's a always that one scene where the whole family's at this big mm-hmm. old Italian mm-hmm. restaurant and they're yeah. all ordering different things and there's good like that's all just being. It's escaping the American culture right now, and yeah, you hate to see it. And there's a lot of jobs being lost due to that, and I feel it feeds into the you know, the entitlement thing. Yeah. Yeah. We're not, we we don't have to face the fact that so much had to go into uh, bringing you that food. It's just, it's just there. When you talked about the restaurant owners wanting people to come in so they can see you Mm -hmm. eat it and see the entertain, like you being entertained, isn't that kind of why you like cooking? Like you want to see us enjoy it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, and I, I, I'm Since terrible at it too, Morgan. I am terrible. Cooking, yeah. There's always that, ooh, they're not going to really like it. <laughs> and so, and you're great at just eating. It, I don't make horrible things. I mean, come on, I can make spaghetti, tacos, you know, all the stuff, but nothing super gourmet. Mm-hmm. So then there's that, ooh, they might not like it. And then you start getting yeah, to yourself, talking yeah. to yourself. But when you just said that about at a restaurant, oh, and, a, you know, that's kind of why people start. Yeah. I'm, and the I'm, owners, you I'm know. really bad at it too, Morgan. You are? And, and something that I want to get better at is to start using, uh, we have a big green egg, that the mm-hmm. old ceramic smoker, yep. you know, yep. one of the originals. I want to get a lot better at that. And the biggest part for me is to invite people over. Like, it's fun. Like, yeah. let's get a 
couples over, you guys over, uh, my friends from, you know, the next town over. But the, the, the cooking is kind of the driver. It's the reason. But what you're really the biggest part of that is the camaraderie, meeting up with old friends, all that stuff. Standing around, drinking, yes. just chatting yes. outside. Like the, the, the food brings you together, yes. and it is the knot, mm-hmm. right? Um, but all everything that comes with that is the important stuff, yeah. you know? Uh, even last night, it was Friday, so we ate out, <laughs> you know? Where'd you guys go? Anywhere new? Yeah, no. No, no okay. just kind of our go-to, yeah. you know? Um, but one of my best friends from college was taking his little sister out, um, uh, for dinner, they met met up for the first time in a long time, and we just accidentally bumped into each other and had a great conversation, exchanged phone numbers because we fell out, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like we hadn't skipped a beat, you know. We, we hugged it out and everything. Yeah. But I never, we never would have crossed paths had we not been going out to eat. Yeah. You know? yeah if you yeah. would have done takeout, yeah. You now, seen them. now we've already shot messages back and forth, and we're we're figuring out a way to you know get him on the lake here and go fishing because he loves to fish and he's always mm-hmm. in the area, like. That never would have happened Yeah, had we not gone out to eat at our you, favorite you, little diner. You could have easily just went and spent the exact same amount of money mm-hmm. at that place mm-hmm. and grabbed uh, styrofoam boxes and yep. taken it home. Yep. And I never would have saw Jason. Yeah. I never would have bumped into him. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. There, and, there yeah. Now we already have plans to go fishing here in about a month or so. Sweet. Yeah. yeah that experience that comes from those and, and what you're talking about too, you know, in making those meals at home, having those family meals, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think anybody can argue what the benefit of that is. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Being around the table. And kids get to chatting. bring their friends over, you know, and they get to play ball, play basketball in the in, in the driveway. All those things. All yeah. those things matter. And if people are going to do, you know, takeout or Uber delivery or whatever it is and sit down and have a family meal with that... I think that's a decent way of doing it. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, I mean, at oh, least yeah. it still gets you together. I, I want to be clear. I don't know what's right and wrong. And I, I, I yeah, feel like I I've been on this soapbox and that's not how I want to come across. It really isn't. I, I'm just trying to share with my perspective and how I'm seeing things go down and what we're trying to do to not combat that, but just pave our own path, you know. Yeah. And really, it's more about just kind of staying the same, which I don't know if that's the best way to go about it, but. I think we're making a pretty good case for a few of these points. And yeah, and, and it, a lot of it has to do with how you were brought up. I mean, mm-hmm. that was how we were brought up. I mean, we always ate at home. Um, That's you know, what I hope doesn't get missed. Yeah, and you go back to even like, you know, my grandparents. I mean, my grandma, all the lady did was cook. I mean, yeah, yeah. from the time she got up to the time she went to bed, we go down to, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, we'd go down to Georgia to visit family and literally, like, it was such a eye-opening experience for me as a kid, um, and and old school. You know, a lot of people wouldn't like this, but the the women in the morning would start cooking breakfast. Yes, yes. And we would the guys would go out and we would be doing something, whatever it was, yard Lifting work, lifting heavy or, things, pushing, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and pushing a mower, yeah, right. grunting, chopping and, wood, yeah, flexing and stuff, acting like your work. Uh, <laughs> So yes. <laughs> they they would literally cook the biggest breakfast. Yeah. Okay, so then we'd come in and eat breakfast, and then as soon as that was over, mm-hmm. they would start preparing lunch. So then we'd go out and we would do whatever else it was we were doing. Right. Uh, yep. 
then it's lunchtime. And it was the biggest lunch. And you're still full from breakfast. <laughs> yeah. And then when that was over, it was literally, literally straight to dinner. They'd start preparing dinner. Yeah. It was the same thing. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, but it was, you know, a, a lot of people would talk trash about that, you know. Oh, well, you know, why do the women have to do putting, this and so on and so forth? Putting women in their place, but, putting yeah. in the kitchen. But it was it was literally what they loved doing. They mm-hmm. found enjoyment doing that. Yeah, it wasn't like they were doing it because they had to. They were doing it because they wanted to. And then for me, as as a young boy, it it um, it exposed me to that and got me interested in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. that's what became, you know, my enjoyment out of, you know, cooking right. later in life for my family, you know? Well, there's so there's a couple big things there, you know, and there's this huge movement where, you know, women don't belong in the kitchen and you almost feel sexist just talking about mm-hmm. it. But there's not one single guy in that circle that you were talking about that would was belittling or thought any less. In fact, the women doing that work were way more important than us dumb guys picking up heavy things. You know, it yeah. really, mm-hmm. the, yeah. the women were the important part there. To make all of that work, you had to have strong women at home that wanted to make people happy, mm-hmm. wanted to bring people together. Uh, and that's another thing, you know, to your point that kind of gets lost here and and uh, gets taken away. We catch, we catch flack for that at our, like Ashley all the time because she cooks, she does the laundry, and I lift heavy things. I push them over, all the, you know, all those. Yeah. We are so stereotypical. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, no, it works. She enjoys it. I'm terrible at cooking. What is wrong with our process? What is yeah. wrong with our way here? Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and I don't think anything is. Well, right? <laughs> but we catch flack for it from all different angles. Really? Oh, yeah. Coworkers. Oh, okay. The whole nine yards. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's not like you yeah. couldn't do laundry. I mean, you know oh, how to, oh, Andy. Yeah, yeah. You put the liquid in the thing and you hit start. What? Okay. See, okay. I'm. I, oh God, <laughs> I'm bad. I'm so bad. No, working. that's fine. I mean, it's. I think give it give it a few more years. You're, you're a little younger than us, but no. I mean, I get it. You do tons of the outside stuff, but I absolutely have no problem. I do it. Mo, not good with the mm-hmm. weed eater. You know, we'll. Ashley but, but, is never mowed, and she has no intentions to. Okay. Ever. She doesn't want to do any of that outdoor work. See, and I, I don't have a problem. I, I guess don't have that, a problem but, doing and, it. And that's the that's the difference of what we're talking about, you know, when you talk about food or, or what, you know, whoever's doing what role. It doesn't matter. If she didn't like cooking mm-hmm. and you were making her, you know, if you were like, look, yeah. no, yeah, this yeah, is what you have yeah. to do because I'm out working all day and you have to get. Okay, that's mm-hmm. a different story. Yeah, that's no, true. She but won't it's let something me she enjoys. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And not that I enjoy, you know, riding the lawnmower or whatever, but, I mean, that's just part of being mm-hmm. whatever, the man of the household holding up your end of the bargain. And like, that's, take some yeah. responsibility, yep. Yep. right? Yeah. There, and there is. Yeah, there's there's those things that you're going to do. And it, we're we're kind of going off yeah, on Yeah, we a, are. Sorry about that. Yeah, because we're talking we're about talking food. About, but <laughs> No, we're talking you, about uh, mowing. So, so to kind of dial it back here, here's a, here's a really fascinating point, talking about Uber Eats. Uh, and, like, everything is becoming more automated and in your face and quick, fast, fast, fast. Uh, and this goes back to the, the driving services um, that took, you know, there's virtually no taxes I- anymore because of, you know, yeah. Uber and uh, what's the other Lyft. one? Lyft. Uh, all those drivers out there that are doing a side hustle, that are being entrepreneurs. No, you're not. <laughs> what they're actually doing is they're creating an algorithm for as soon as Google Drive or whatever comes out that can just make drive cars themselves, which that's already being done mm-hmm. and being tested mm-hmm. in places. All those drivers are doing is free labor to figure out 
best routes, how to do it, where to go to it, about it. So you're actually giving yourself up a free service to to tech mongers that are figuring out, okay, once we don't need these people to drive these cars, how are we going to pull this off? So all those things, Uber Eats, I mean, you're going to have, you already see it like with Domino's, they have that little car. I was thinking that when you were talking about the car driving, you've seen that commercial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's all going to start driving itself. And these these uh, people that are driving it, it's not, I'm not attacking them. It, it, they're making money. They're doing their thing, right? Yeah. Uh, but you're you're supplying a service there for a service that desperately wants to get rid of you. So you think these numbers <laughs> in the next year, you think they'll go up? You think all this like yes. will go up? Uh, it's, okay. it's too convenient not to. Yeah. It's too convenient not to. I mean, I think it's going to get to a point where I'm just scrolling through TikTok and TikTok's going to understand like, oh, my God, he hasn't had a cheeseburger in over 45 minutes. Better slide that in there. So all he has to do is touch the screen and the <laughs> cheeseburger will show up on my little Uber robot. <laughs> Again, back to the movie, yeah. Wally. The com- yeah. Wally. No, I don't think it's Wally. Wally. It's- yeah, it is. They're was it Wally? The- oh, wait. No, did I say that wrong? Is it Wally? No. What's the one where they're. F- I think it is. They're all floating big people. I guess on it is. Chairs. I don't remember. Well, uh, Come on. You okay, got I do. I do. So then that's a good movie. Um, And yeah, people just got really, really fat. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They're like, oh, push a button. Yes. It's on my chair. Yep. Deliver. And- and your your automation systems took that away. So like the the basis of it, the planet got so polluted, uh, the the top million people got put on a spaceship and yes. shot out. Right? Okay. Yeah, yeah it I think is. that is. A yeah, movie. but yeah. that's what I'm yeah. thinking of. Like yeah. that is that it's, cannot it, it's be. It's all all of this stuff is all driven off of convenience. Yes. Uh, yeah. And what are you willing to pay for it? We are just yeah. Lazy and and this, human it's what beings. it's yeah. what people don't think about is the convenience side of it sounds cool. You know, mm-hmm. like you said there, like. My phone figured out I haven't had a cheeseburger, and it gives me an ad, and I can touch the button, and it yep. shows up. Yep. Cool. Convenient. Neat. Boom. But if no, you I'm really dead. step back and think about all of it and what we're what we're missing out on, you know, and, and what we're losing. You're sacrificing the family, for one, mm-hmm. not spending time with your family because you got to get to here, get to, get to there, or whatever. Have your food ordered so you could get back to watching Netflix, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. Um, but then just a straight up. Life itself, the experience that you were talking about, Ben. Yeah, I, it's it's kind of like we we wanted to talk about food, and it got so much deeper so quick. Yeah, it, t- it, it ties it, into so it many. It does. Things, it really yeah. does. I mean, it it didn't really help does. when I started off with being hungover. Yeah, and plus, <laughs> yeah, I can't even barely think straight. You were kind of quiet there for a minute. Did, you didn't take that goodie. No, I'm waiting. Goodies. Um, maybe they should be a sponsor. I was gonna say that's. Do the reader. <laughs> yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll call him. We'll give him a heads up. Hey. Uh, Our next pod is going to just be off the wall and zany. <laughs> See, goodies, it works. <laughs> oh, God. The, uh, wait, let's see. Are we're, we done yeah, yet? We're, we're, almost, go we're almost done. There was, one, there was one other thing that I wanted to talk about, and that was uh, how much. so how much more people are, and I don't think we have any numbers on this, but just anecdotally of what we know how much more people are cooking at home, and especially since this pandemic thing started. That, that's been probably the number one best thing. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It, you know, that course, came out of this negative situation. And there was a huge spike in that. A lot more people got into things like canning, okay. canning their mm-hmm. foods, yeah. and planning ahead like you're talking about, you know, for meals, because uh, the restaurants and things of that nature were closed down. Even takeout was kind of gone there for a little bit when people are yeah. reeling trying yeah. to figure it out yeah um and you know ben i agree with you there's there's a couple things 
good things that really came out of of the pandemic. Uh, it's just too bad that you know your your news cycle, right? Mm-hmm. It, it wants to get clicks. It's mm-hmm. trying to drive attention. So what we heard about was, oh, all these men have to stay home and they're drinking and they're beating their wives. Well. That's a small, that's a very small percentage. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that domestic violence didn't go up. I mean, you're putting people, stuffing them in their apartments and giving them alcohol, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Things are going to happen, mm-hmm. okay? Um, but the probably a way bigger percentage that we don't want to talk about because it's not interesting, it's not fun, whatever, uh, people didn't start cooking more. Mm-hmm. There was a lot more families getting together. There was time taken, you know, with your sons and daughters and cooking and this and that and time in the kitchen and time at the dinner table. Um, but once again... That's not eye-catchy. That's not flashy. Yeah. We want to talk about violence. We want yeah. to talk about this and that. So. Well, in, e- even us, I mean, we, we've we always ate at home a lot, but we were kind of getting away from that family sit-down meal. Mm-hmm. You know, we were still cooking, but people were just kind of like eating as they came through, you know, which really isn't any better, but at least we were cooking. But we got back to that, to where we were having these yeah. these yes. scheduled meals, yes. you know, every night. Yeah. And, and even as much as we cooked at home— we never owned a uh, a deep freeze, a separate deep freeze. Yeah. Like we had enough freezer room and like the garage freezer, you know, the, the garage fridge and the and the kitchen fridge or whatever. Right. right. But then once we started trying to to prepare for these things, mm-hmm. we went and got a deep freeze, and that Had thing to. stays full, man. And yeah. and and then it gave us the ability to, which we've talked about on a couple of other podcasts, to source local meats yep. and yep. local produce and keep that in there and and um. You so, don't have have that that those really good foods right so, at the tip of our fingers. And I want to throw the experience to a whole nother level and throw something at you guys. Ash and I have been talking about this. Um, we're due to make a whole nother round of burger. Uh, we found a couple of pork shoulders that were mm-hmm. uh, on quick sale on sale. We threw them in the freezer, and we're ready to straight up throw a whole bunch of uh, scrap venison that we have saved off Ashley's buck that she shot and mine. And we got all this pork that we like to add with it. So would you guys want to come over and make some burger with us? Yeah, yeah awesome. I've never had mm-hmm. what I you mean, were talking about. Like and that, that venison in itself, burgers. That's all of us, yep. you know, be yep. fun. in the kitchen, figuring it out yep. and, and coming away with some really healthy, you know, See, as far as burger goes. that would be good goes. for me. Yeah. From like, that is, that's something we didn't talk about real quick is uh, doing it all together. I love mm-hmm. having people over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're, we're a host family too. My family it. growing up, or sometimes still, we'll go to, you know, Christmas or whatever. The meal's totally ready, like right when you walk in the door. It's kind of hi, everyone sits down, mm-hmm. where, and then hangs out afterwards. Where mm-hmm. with your family, the difference was, and maybe it's a southern thing. It just depends on where you're at. People would get together beforehand and cook right. together. It's part of the process. And I enjoy that. We do that with our friends. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. maybe you have something going on the smoker, but sides are gonna be prepared when they're standing yeah. around. I like seeing that. So to your point, I would like to come over Let's beforehand. Do it. We want you guys kinda, over yeah. you know, doing it mm-hmm. together. I, I like that. I yeah, part that's of it. part of it. I'm a sucker for all those things like traditions. I mm-hmm. just love it. Like uh and I, I try not to get too jealous, you know, because I love my upbringing, right? But like when you, you go hang out with a new family and, okay, this is when the guys step aside and go have a cigar and the women go gather over there and talk about <laughs> the men or whatever you guys talk about. <laughs> but it's like, this is cool. I'm on a back deck smoking mm-hmm. cigars talking about this team and why they should have won or why they shouldn't have won, you know? And, yeah. Uh, it's, just, it's, it's just neat to see those traditions. And I, I do think if there's one thing that COVID-19 – uh, kind of forced back into the the fold 
are those traditions because you were forced to. You couldn't go out. You couldn't do this. Couldn't do that. I still have my. Is it was it a ten pound bag of rice that we? Had? Yeah, when that when that all first went down. And I beans mean, we have like <laughs> the beans and rice. Like we got yeah, we got like the big bags yeah. of it's still here. dried goods or yeah. whatever. Anyways, yeah, it was yeah. and we still cook it. I mean, yeah. all the time. It's not yeah. expired. Heck yeah. Anyways, we so. have went so many different directions with this. I love it. No, it's uh, been good talks. Yeah, yeah, good talks. yeah. And I think the the moral of the story for me. I mean, you talked about some numbers and they're interesting numbers, but um, people have to understand. I think a lot of folks that will be listening to this probably are in the same arena anyway. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. those family meals, that cooking. Um, you know, if you are going to go out and eat, go out and eat and enjoy it and yes. have the experience. You know, I mean, I'm not telling anybody what to do, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, that's we are. that's where it's at. Yeah, we are. We're telling you. If anything, I think the 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 awareness, right? There there might be a little bit yeah. more of an uptick in the awareness. Yeah. Since we kind of really put a bright spotlight on it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, you take your goodies. Yes, I'm going to. I'm and take a nap. Take a nap. Gonna <laughs> go home. Take a. I did take a shower. What am I talking about? I just didn't wash my face. <laughs> Who takes a shower and doesn't wash her face? We'll let you guys know when we get the meat grinder <laughs> out. You guys can come on over. Okay. It's a, it, that's actually good for a hangover too. Smelling okay. all that raw. Oh meat. yeah, oh, there yeah. you go. So, yeah, there we go. I'm sure we'll <laughs> be drinking, and then it will be the next day, Andy. That I'll need that. We got your Sunday plan. Okay. Then. All right. All right. Yeah, okay. Sounds fun. Well, it was all nice, right. boys. <laughs> Yep. Good chat. Well, I think I've had enough. Okay. Peace. Later. Right. See you.